Hi, everyone. It's Deontay Chantel, real estate entrepreneur, developer, real estate agent, all that great stuff. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the live edition of the Journey to Developer podcast. We have a special night ahead of us. We're going to be talking about understanding the power of credit. So if you're watching this on a replay, stay tuned. Make sure you share and like this podcast episode. And I hope you get all the value, all the gems from it. Tonight, we're going to be talking about personal credit, how to get the right credit score to fund your real estate deals, finance any of your real estate goals. We're going to talk about just goals as a whole. This is going to be a new series where we're just talking about goals. So whether it's real estate goals, spiritual goals, you name it. If you have a goal in 2022 that must come to pass, we're going to be talking about this over the next coming weeks. But tonight we're going to focus on credit goals, right? Getting your financial life in order. All right. This is 2022. We don't have time for bad credit. We don't have time. Anything less than like a 781 is technically unacceptable at this point, right? We have all the resources, all the tools out there to have one of the highest credit rankings, which is anywhere between a 781 and an 850. We have the ability to get there, including myself. So I'm going to be working on my credit goals as well, along with everyone else. So tonight we're going to share some gems on how you can do it. So we're going to have Coach Legendary or Coach Le Legend from St. Louis. He'll be hopping on any minute now. While we're waiting, make sure you go subscribe to the Journey to Developer podcast on YouTube. Go follow the Journey to Developer page because we're going to start doing some live trainings. Actually, tonight is a part of our live training webinar series. But in these upcoming weeks, we're going to be talking about all things getting your goals completed, like over the next 90 days, to be honest. So all your real estate goals, credit goals, lifestyle goals, even if it's fitness, we'll probably be talking about that as well. Yesterday, we had a phenomenal podcast interview with Chris Senegal, and I'm getting great response. He was incredible. He dropped all the gems. So make sure you go to the YouTube page and go check out the replay from last night's podcast. Tonight, again, we're going to be talking about credit. It's 2022. It's the beginning of the year. And we need to focus more on our finances. We need to make sure that however 2021 ended, we're not bringing that into 2022, even though we're already in 2022. We're making sure that this quarter, next quarter, the next four quarters, we're working on getting our finances in order, okay? It shouldn't take you long. It's not that hard. The number one thing you need to do is pay your bills, right? And for those who already are delinquent on your bills, you need to definitely look into some credit restoration programs out here to get a higher credit score. So there's some tips that you can do. We're going to talk about some of those tonight. One being, if you haven't done so already, make sure you're adding your rental rent history to your credit report. Okay, that alone could raise or increase your score maybe about... 50 to 100 points, that alone. So if you haven't done that already, you definitely need to get on that. Now, if you haven't been paying your rent on time, you definitely don't need to do that because it will negatively affect your credit score, okay? In the past, in our Journey to Developer Academy, which is a free academy on Facebook, we went over credit extensively, literally, with our other credit specialists. And some of the number one things you need to focus on is, of course, again, paying your bills on time, figuring out how to remove things from your credit that you may have defaulted on. And the idea of fixing your credit shouldn't be to fix it to intentionally be delinquent, okay? So once your credit is restored, you get a new slate in your credit life, you definitely don't need to be back in that situation again. All right, so our guest is here now. Hey. Hey, Superstar. Can you see me? Can you hear me yeah, okay? I can hear you. I can see you. I hope all is well. 
everyone welcome coach legendary or coach legend coach legend podcast <laughs> thank you thank you thank you it's an honor to be here man you know i i just want to be like you when i grow up that's all oh man i want to be like you when i grow up <laughs> and that's so, why we're working together right we can as we're both climbing we can build each other up absolutely yep so thank you it's an honor to have you on here tonight we have one of my business partners coach legend on this ig live this journey to developer live podcast we're going to do like some dialogue with Coach Legend, and then we'll probably do some Q&A, mainly to talk about, again, credit goals. We have about, I would like to say, 90 days, right? We're actually doing a challenge right now, I believe, in our organization, the 90-day run challenge. And you have 90 days to get your finances in order, okay? You should not be in quarter two, three, and four with anything less than a 700 score. And for those, since I do have Coach Legends followers in here, for those who don't know me, I'm Deontay Chantel, real estate entrepreneur and real estate developer. I'm in the New York, New Jersey market. So welcome to my platform. Welcome to my platform. I am the host of Journey to Develop Her, which is a real estate development podcast. We also talk about spiritual development as well and it's all bible-based content so if you are interested in real estate you would love the podcast if you are a believer you would also love the podcast so make sure you go subscribe and this replay will be on the podcast not on instagram all right so coach legend is out of st louis right coach yep absolutely and I call him a credit guru, but I don't know. What's your title? Uh, man, you know what? I am just a life and business coach. That's all. That's, that's all I am. Nothing special. Nothing special. Awesome. So, yeah. So, Coach Legend and I connected recently. We partnered in our financial literacy company, I like to call it. And tonight, we just want you to come on here. To, you know, it's first quarter of 2022. Okay, whatever we did in 2021, don't matter. We need a fresh start. What are some ways that we can financially get our life together? <laughs> got you, got you. First off, you know, great question. Again, thank you so much for having me. To everybody else, welcome. Please go ahead and share this slide because somebody's going to need this uh, information. If you think about this, what are the things that didn't work for in 2021? Were you trying to get a home? Were you trying to get a car? Did you get any investment completed? So you have to look at where you fell short. What were you missing? Were you missing a mentor? Were you missing co uh, a coach? Was it because of your credit? Was it because of income? Were you not making sufficient money? Were you struggling? Were you living paycheck to paycheck? And so what caused you to live paycheck to paycheck? Did you have to pay more on rent? Was it higher deposits? So it's like, it's all these different actions that maybe cause somebody to have, whether they had a great 2021 or they have a poor struggle in 2021. So when we talk about credit, credit just means access to money. So my, my thing is, and I think one, it's a, a mindset shift because no one taught me about credit. I, I went to high school, I went to college, no one taught me about credit. Or if they did, maybe I missed the whole thing because I don't even recall anyone sitting me down teaching me about credit because when i was in college when, when i turned 18 i remember those sponsors or whoever they were they came in and we applied for credit cards and some of us got approved some had those 300 limits some had those 500 limits those lucky ones probably had a thousand or, or 1500 but even at that point we didn't even know it was because certain people had a higher credit score. I didn't even know what a credit score was. And so, you know, I had to learn that way. So when I had received those credit cards, I thought it was free money. Like how many people on here ever apply for a credit card, but they got denied and they told you that you had to get a secured card where you had to put your own money, like put a one into the check if that's you. Right. And so now there are uh, others who are in a different situation, maybe uh, when they were younger, because I had neighbors that would talk about, 
you know, someone stealing their identity. I didn't even know what that meant. But growing up in our neighborhood, that was common for your parents to, or your auntie to put that light bill in your name, to put that gas bill into your name. So when we turned 18, majority of us and our community needed credit restoration, where everybody else already had a 750 credit score, but we didn't understand those things. And so I, I just truly understand that credit means access to money. And so my first vehicle that I ever financed was a, a really nice Infiniti G35. Really, really, really nice vehicle. But guess what happened? In the process of me trying to get approved for that vehicle, my credit score dropped over 40 points because they had asked me if, if I had someone that could be a co-signer. And, you know, no one talks about credit. So I thought all my people had good credit. I'm like, absolutely. I got you. Let me call someone. You know what? She should have stayed at home because her credit score was worse than mine. So, but, but just think in the process of just trying to get approved because these lenders, they don't care about your credit. It's not their credit. The ex Bank of America. Nope. Denied. Well, let me try here. Denied. Let me try here. So they, they, look, they just try to make a sale. So again, in the process, my, my credit score dropped 40 points, which I didn't even understand. So when I finally got approved, finally, finally got approved, I was super excited. I called my friend over. i like, look, man, you know, I'm showing out right now. Come check out my car. Come check out my car. He was like, hey, what's your APR? I'm like, APR, what are you talking about? He's like, man, <laughs> let me check the paperwork. Right. My, my interest rate was a 30% interest rate. 30%. Now, some of you, you just missed that. That means nothing to you. you you're probably in that same boat where I was in, where you, that, you mean 30%, what is that? Well, after two years of making on-time payments, my principal balance was still the same. So, see, sometimes we use terms like interest rate, we use terms like APR, we use uh, terms like principal balance, and we probably expect everybody to comprehend. They may not understand. So, let's say that I finance $15,000 for this car. That means two years later, they said I still owe 15,000. That's what that means. So that means that because my interest rate was so high that every time I made my little payment and my payment was like $242 because I put some money down, stuff like that. But so the, it could have been higher. Let me try to remember, but anywho, my payment was high <laughs> to me. <laughs> and so in, in the process, of trying getting this vehicle, my credit score dropped. So it was even lower when I got approved. And most people fail to realize that every time you run your credit, it can drop anywhere from like two to five points. For some people, it could be like two to 10 points. But anytime you get that inquiry, it could drop, you know, like you would notice that drop. And I have seen people with like 89. We just seen someone with 89 inquiries. Like, what were you trying to get? Hopefully you got it, but, but you probably didn't. When right. you have all those inquiries, that's a sign that you're desperate for credit. Like you were like me, hey, look, run, you just run it. But but that's because people on don't understand how credit works. But to get to my point, when we finally got that vehicle after two years of making on-time payment, my balance was still the same. But that's because majority of those those payments were going was was going towards the interest rate and not the principal balance. And so a lot of people, this is what typically happens. I'm a, and this is what's going to happen for most people right now in this first quarter, it's tax season. Okay. Watch this. And it's sad to say, because my background comes from selling cars. So I sold cars for over a decade and I would see these things happen, but I didn't understand it until I went through the process. So again, after two years, my car got repoed and it was sad. It was sad. It was embarrassing. It was sad and embarrassing when my car got repoed because I was out on a date. Could you imagine we out on a date, car get repoed? Bro, <laughs> I'm over here making up stuff. Like, I think we must have parked a handicap. Can't find a car. We did park here, right? <laughs> we did park here, right? <laughs> and so, but, but imagine what somebody goes through, like when you go through that process of repossession, right? I mean, that, that, that's just devastating for some people, right? That's devastating. And so I felt like it was as if those people never received my payments. 
Because imagine, like, you make a payment and the balance thing is saying, like, hold on, are they not receiving this? Like, what's going on, right? right? And so, but that's what a lot of people goes through. So now I'm about to share a scenario with you. Now, this is my, my belief. This is what I have seen happen. So let's say you go buy this vehicle. We're just going to say, I don't know, this is a, I don't know what the, we're going to say, this is a Chevy Impala. Okay. Well, it's tax season right now. Everybody and their mama, let's say they get anywhere from three to $7,000 return. What, so let's just call a uh, person one, Jeremy goes and buy this car. Mm-hmm. Jeremy puts five grand down on this car. That's his vehicle. Right. He's probably going to have his car for about three, four months. Because what people fail to realize, he put his entire, and most of these people are probably not employed right now, or maybe they are employed, but they're struggling. Or maybe no one is, is teaching them about budgeting or saving. No one right. is teaching them how, you know, like what to do with a dollar. Everybody's seeing the trend. They're trying to keep up with the Joneses. And this is why most people struggle. So Jeremy goes and buys his vehicle. Now, he put down his, probably his entire Let's say that he, he received seven grand, he put five grand down, two grand probably went on rims. That's what's happening in our community. So his, his entire return is on this vehicle. Let's say that, I mean, for some people, like the engine goes out and, and that car's getting repo. I mean, that's it. They're not right. fixing it. They, they don't even have the fund. Most people are living paycheck to paycheck. They miss one paycheck, their whole life is upside down. I mean, everything getting gone, right? And so he's going to, the, the lifeline of him having this vehicle is three to four months because now he financed, he probably has a 24% or 30% interest rate. He's going through what I went through. And so when you have bad credit like that, not only let's say he's probably paying five, $600 for this Impala. Right. When everybody else is paying five, $600 for a Benz, there's nothing wrong with Impala. I had a bunch. See, growing up, me and all, all my friends, we purchased Impala's cash. I mean, all of our cash savings went to buying Impala. And anytime we would see someone come around talking about, oh, I just bought this on credit, I find it. Like, we had looked down upon them because that's what we were taught. Like, when you buy something on credit, you really don't own it. So that mindset had to shift. So back to Jeremy, he has this vehicle. His his car payment is probably five or six hundred dollars. His car insurance is probably as much as his car insurance. His his car insurance premium is probably as high as his car note because your car insurance is affected by your credit score as well. So now this vehicle gets repo. So let's say he bought this vehicle this month in January, January, February, March, April. This car repo. What do you think happened? The same vehicle is now sold to Sonya. Same vehicle. She has the car for 90 days. Same process. Now Tom has it. Then Kim. One vehicle in 12 months. That's how they make their money off of interest. See, most people don't understand that. You just using the car, but look at how much money you gave them. When a car get repoed, you still owe. It's yeah. not like, well, I lost my seven grand I put down. It's not like that. You still owe for this vehicle. Now, it's, oh my God, it's on your credit. So it hurts your credit even more. Mind you, you were already at the bottom. Now you're in the basement. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, but this is what happens with our people. And this is what happens with a lot of people. Not When they don't have the proper um, guidance, when they don't have someone to teach them about the power of credit or the importance of credit. Like I didn't, even though I was selling cars forever, I was selling cars to people, the same people I was selling cars to. Here I'm getting mad and agitated because they got bad credit. They can't find a co-signer. I can't sell them a car, so I can't make no money. I'm like, why y'all got bad credit? But I got bad credit. (laughs) The same car I was trying to sell, I couldn't even afford. I couldn't get the car either with money or credit. I couldn't even get those buttons, but a lot of people go through that. So if it wasn't for having friends, thank God right now for social media, right? Because now, I mean, because now you're seeing the same advertisement are now on social media because they know that people are on social media. So even though I was selling cars, I still have bad credit. 80% Mm -hmm. of the people of the car salesmen have bad credit. 
80% of realtors have bad credit. So the same cars that they're trying to sell, same process. the same homes that, that they're trying to sell, they can't even purchase themselves. Now, it's not a shot at them, but I'm just letting people know that you, if like that three-digit number, your social, can have a six-figure impact. Like you could be paying way more. Like you could pay up to a million dollars more in your lifeline by you having less than perfect credit, by you not being educated on credit than me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if question popped up me. or yeah, um, I, you know, I'm passionate about this. You know, this is what I do. I know, I know. You drop in a lot of gems. I hope, matter of fact, everybody drop a heart, share this live out, all that good stuff. If you're not following Coach Legend or myself, make sure you go hit the arrow at the top and go follow both of us right now. He is definitely. Trapping all the fire right now. And I hope y'all are picking up what he's putting down. Okay. <laughs> so let me see. I don't even know what to ask. So you just gave us a whole mouthful. But what are we? So, for instance, someone said that they had a repo last year, right before Thanksgiving. Okay. What do they need to do today <laughs> to get that repo off? Well, first of all, I would like to say this. Well, thanks for sharing that because most people might be embarrassed about it to where they don't even want to talk about it. So I'm glad um, that you acknowledge that. And it happens to everybody. Obviously, it happened to me, right? So one of the first things (laughs) I would say with that repo, now, credit. You could fix your credit by yourself. So let's just put put that out there. You could fix it by yourself. But think about that. If you had the skill set, you would have probably done it already. Is it time consuming? Absolutely. But there's a lot of things that you can learn on YouTube University. But I always say this. If you're going to go to court, aren't you going to hire a professional, the attorney? If you're going to go, if you need to change your oil, aren't you going to go get a professional that does it? Like, granted, we could change our own oil, but we're not going to do it. It's the same concept. So one, you got to invest in yourself. Two, you got to check you have to take a chance on you. You got to bet on you. Like everything, I, 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 every business that I have conducted as of late has been someone I found on social media. So everything is on social media, but at the same time, the flip side, people are like, well, I don't know them like that. I found them on, on social media. Well, let me put this out there. So, so before I answer this question, like I have car insurance. The company that I'm using, I had never heard of them. I didn't even know who they were. Something popped up on Instagram. And they're my, and that's who I have now. So it's like, I don't know them. I don't know where they based out of. I seen it. I signed up. Because, see, a lot of people probably thinking there's so many scams out there. There is. But, you, I mean, let's be real. You can look at somebody's page. Okay, they had this page for a while. It's not like they got one post on here. Like, some people that's getting got, that's on them. Somebody's telling you you can invest five hundred, make ten thousand tomorrow. Come on, that's on you. Come on, you trip. Like you asking for it, right? So how can somebody fix their credit? They can't re- reach out to you if they following you right now. They could go on your page. They they can see. Okay, this is a real person. I saw her on a live. Okay, that's even better. So just reach out to her. See, most people don't want to invest into themselves. Is it going to cost money? Absolutely. Would you work for free? You wouldn't work for free. You know, it's like, so, you know, people will reach out. And, 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 and this is why I like to be direct. Not disrespectful, but you wouldn't work for free. I don't care what line of work you in, but people are like, well, I get paid next. Okay, well, call me next week then. Well, could you do? It's like, it's like, look, you have an issue. You want to fix your credit. What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to pay? What are you? It's like, we will waste the same money going to the hookah lounge. I was just with one of my buddies. He goes to the, I mean, no shots at him. He goes to the hookah line twice a day. Spending anywhere from $30 to $60 a day. Now, I go to the hookah line. I do. But I can afford it. But that doesn't mean and I'm not, that, that I'm going to neglect other things. But I'm just letting you know, like, look at what you got. You're probably spending $5 at Starbucks every day. That's $150. 
in 30 days so you can find the money. You just have to change your habits. But how can she fix her credit? Reach out to you. Hello. That's it. She's a professional. Right? She gets results. Over 2 million derogatory items have been removed. So obviously, your, you know, your repo, anybody else's negative items will be removed as well. It's just, but most people, you know, they will use social media as an excuse. Well, I found them on social media. Are they credible? When you follow, you got all these people that you following on social media. Like you follow them religiously. Are they credible? What's the difference between that person and this professional? What's the difference? Sometimes I just feel like we have to get out of our own way. Like, CB, I don't tolerate excuses at all. Like I tell people, don't come in my inbox with excuses. My goal is to help educate you and get you started. That's all I'm trying to do. Like you reached out to me, there's an issue and I'm listening. I'm trying to see how can the products and services that we offer be the solution for you. If it's not, I'm going to guide you to somebody else or keep it pushing. If I can assist you, I'm going to let you know. But sometimes I feel like, and then sometimes it'd be our own people that, 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 that doesn't want to support us. You know, I got to be real on that. It's just, I was just thinking about that. It's like, you know, my goal is to help over 10,000 people make $10,000 a month, like income-wise. Like, that's, that's what it like to help impact and improve the community. But at the same time, I have a short-term goal. This quarter, I would like to help 3,000 people personally get started on the credit journey. Like, I want the single moms, the single dad, anybody, single, married, whoever you are. I want to help people like somebody else helped me. Right. When I got started, like, so the reason I got started on my credit journey five years ago, and, you know, I'm in St. Louis, so five years ago, I was expecting my first child. And here I am in St. Louis City, and I've been in the city my whole life, which I love. But... When you're bringing a child into this world, you're thinking of, you know, different school zones. You see what I'm saying? Like, you want to position your kids to have the best. So at the time, I was thinking, well, let me move to the county. And so now in the city, mind you, you can have one month's rent worth of rent money. Like, they, like you are moving in. So in the county, I had six months worth of rent money. Do you realize that I got denied? Do you know how embarrassing that was? I was like, I'm like, hold on, what are they talking about? I got, I'm like, I got six months worth of rent money. They're like, we don't care about your money. We care about your credit. Your credit shows us how responsible you are. And we only want responsible people in this community. I was like, God damn. But it made me realize like, wow. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, I was going to say like credit isn't everything that you do, especially where you live, of course, what you're going to be driving. And I see there's a lot of people, and actually there's a follow-up question to the repo. And I believe, I, I, matter of fact, if you have questions, make sure you're putting it in the question box so I can actually pop it up on the screen because we have like hundreds of people coming in and leaving. So I can't really see <laughs> the question. But I think the person was going to ask, do they pay? Do they settle with the bank now? And we're going to tell you right now, everybody's situation is different, but we would advise you not to pay that. Do they pay that. for the repo? Yeah, pay off the loan. Yeah. Look, the vehicle is already re repossessed. If you pay off the loan, does that repossession come off your credit report? Are they removing that repossession nine times out of 10 or not? So me, I'm just speaking for myself. I don't know why I would pay the bank for that repo if it's still affecting my credit score, if my credit score is, is, is the primary reason, if it's my primary factor that I'm trying to fix. We don't worry about these bills later when it comes. But right now, my credit is affecting me. Do you realize I went to college and I went to grad school? I landed on my dream job. Do you realize I couldn't even get that job because it was contingent on my credit? See, most people don't understand. Like a good friend of mine just got married in ATL. His the house was on the wife's name. The wife said, Hey, could you at least just put the utilities on your name? He had to put a thousand dollars down. Deposit 
because he got bad credit. So that that's a thousand dollars that somebody could say. How many people on here could use a thousand dollars right now? Well, he just gave it away on a deposit. I mean, that's basically what you're doing. You just gave that away when you don't have to. Someone else had a question. They said, what should I do if I'm 19 with no credit and a 540 credit score? 19 with no credit? Well, you got to build your credit. Are you renting right now? Are you renting? Because we have a, a, because if you think about this, what, what would you say is your highest monthly expense right now? It's most people, it's where you stay. It's your rent. Right. If you all don't mind, how much is your rent or mortgage? You guys can put that into the chat if you don't mind. So if your rent and most people, I mean, about 70 percent of the people are renting. Most people are renting. Right. Right. So if your rent is your highest monthly expense, then why are you not getting credit for it? If that's my highest expense, I better get credit for it. So we have this amazing program called Credit My Rent. So what it does for somebody like you, that's 19 with, with no credit. And if you're renting, maybe you are. And if you're renting, you could add your rental history up to the last two years as a positive trade lines. And I'm not here to make any score uh, claims, but for other clients we have, they have, you know, they have increased their credit score by 50 to 100 points. Now think about this. What would an extra 50 to 100 points do for you? And sometimes that can be in, in as little as two weeks. So potentially two weeks from now, Someone that's trying to build their credit could add the credit my rent and increase their credit score by 50 to 100 points. That, which is before the credit restoration process even kicks in. Also, I, I highly recommend people get a secured card. We have a secured card now that you don't even have, there's no minimum deposit. So whatever you can afford is good. I mean, obviously the more you can put down. So going forward, you know, you could take, if you do receive some tax money, we can make some better professional business decisions. Maybe take some of that cash money and put that as your limit. Maybe you have a $1,000 limit or maybe a $1,500 limit or $2,000, whatever you can. It's okay that your credit score is bad right now. It's okay. But now you can, you, you have the funds, the means to put that, you know, as your new limit. Now you got a credit card for $2,000. Now you just have to make the right habits because somebody can get the credit card and still max them out like I did. Because when I got my credit cards at college, I thought it was free money. I mean, I maxed them things out and that was it. Like when I couldn't swipe no more, I got the other one. Okay. Well, I just, all my credit cards is maxed out. And so obviously they went into collections and stuff like that, but I was able to get them removed through credit restoration because most people fail to realize that once an account has went into collection, that means that so, so for instance, let's say that you owe Bank of America and you, you have this card with Bank of America and they send you to collection. That means that Bank of America actually paid off that debt. Like they wrote that off their taxes. So they sold it to Tommy's uh, collection company. Well, this is why Tommy, because he bought that debt for pennies on the dollar, because you only had a, a contractual agreement with Bank of America. So the fact that they sold that debt you no longer owe Bank of America because now, you know, Tommy has it, right? Because they sold it off. See, but you have no zero contractual agreement with Tommy Collection Company. This is why they are harassing you, probably threatening you, calling you at all crazy hours because they're trying to get you, hey, how about, you know, three installments for that $1,500? This is why they're calling you because if you do go through with them, after you pay that off with them, most of them, 99% of them, they don't do what's called pay for deletion. Meaning, hey, okay, if I pay this, are you going to remove this within 30 days? See, you got to make sure that this is why. And then sometimes it's easy if you do have a collection or a, how, how much is it? I said, well, I just seen somebody that was trying to sign up for credit repair and he has a $76 collection. I'm like, why would you not pay that? That, that, just that collection alone is hurting your score by 50 to 100 points. You're trying to, pay, you're going to pay more for credit restoration. If it's less than 300, typically I tell people if it's less than 300, if, if maybe less than 500 is more feasible for you, then use that, right? Then use that. But don't, you know, like, I mean, just look at the amount. Try to go through that collection company. If it's not, if it's like over a thousand, 
and you struggling, hey, look, man, we're going to go through a credit repair company. Right. And the bottom line is, pay your bills. <laughs> time. We have to get in the habit of paying. I, and I know we just all came out of a pandemic. Like it, everybody probably was hit the same way or in different ways and probably need re- credit restoration because of the pandemic, right? But once you do get yourself back on track financially, once you do reach your financial goals and your credit goals, make sure you're learning how to budget, you're paying your bills on time, not even on time, you're paying them early, right? Just those little hacks can alleviate you from getting back in the same situation again. And I know personally, because I've been through a financial cycle twice where you know, I had great credit, then I had bad credit, and I had to restart financially for different reasons. So things do happen. I even had a repo, y'all. Things happen. So, but the point is growing, going through those things that you can actually grow through it, right? And you can do things differently the second time because you can't keep on doing, you know, fraud alerts or your credit and having things light. They're going to catch on to you at some point. So with that being said, pay your bills, especially if you can, right? Hold on. We do have a new question. And I, I'm sorry for cutting you off. But yeah, so Coach Legend also said, and I'm going to pull up the next question soon. To answer this one, it says, how, how do I go about disputing a collection on my credit? My credit score was a 770 and it brought it down 30 points. Right. So you have to reach out to this young lady right here. Oh, and be absolutely. I'm getting, I'm like me? Okay, yeah. <laughs> And she will be able to assist you with that. Now, this is how we're able to get this done, right? So there's a law out there called a Fair Credit Reporting Act. And so basically, it states that the credit bureaus have 30 to 45 days max to get back to you. So you're probably thinking, okay, well, I could probably fix my credit by myself. Yeah, you can through trial and error. Do you want to prolong the process or do you want to seek professionals that know exactly what to do? So based on the item you have, so for instance, in your example, it's a collection. We know it, the right verbiage to say, to challenge that item. So typically, imagine this. You got individuals, maybe like yourselves, that's, 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 that's challenging items with the bureaus. You got other credit restoration companies that's challenging items. And then you have us that's challenging items. So typically, the bureaus may not be able to get back to us in a timely manner. And the time limit is 30 to 45 days. So let's say we challenge your collection today. They only got 30 to 45 days from when they receive it to challenge that. Now, if they're not able to get back to us in that timely manner, the law states, this is the Fair Credit Reporting Act of 1971. The law states that they have to remove those items. And so it's not saying for some people, well, you know what? I don't owe the item. Our goal was to get it removed from your credit report to give you a clean state. But we also educate you. So we have that entire financial education because we don't want you to be a repeat client. Right. So we want you to comprehend exactly how credit works. We don't want anybody being repeat clients. So, yes, once we remove those items, are you going to go back to your old habits? Are you going to go max out the next card and then go back into collection? That's not what we want. Are we able to get the items removed? I mean, we have been doing a pretty damn good job, right? And so anything that's negative or derogatory, we are able to challenge those to get those removed. Now, most of our clients, they see results in 45 to 90 days. Everybody's credit profile is different. I have had clients that have bad credit for over a decade and they texting every second. Is it done? I'm like, hold on, man. You had bad credit for over 10 years and now you can't wait this, this short time frame. So that's why I like, I'm just transparent. I don't want every client. I want people that's going to participate in their own rescue because I want people to understand how it works, right? I want you to understand so you're not a repeat client. Well said. And I love what you said about participating in your own rescue. That's a bar. (laughs) That is a bar. We have another question from Nicole Oak Gardner, mobile notary, which is one of my coaching clients, actually. Okay. That I have some uh, letters, some collections. Should I have them? Should I have them sent? Uh-uh. 
I guess should she send them a letter verifying if I pay a specific amount? Will they delete this off the credit report history? Okay. The, the, the question is a little choppy, but I, what she's saying is she has letters from collections. Should I have them send a letter verifying if I should pay a specific amount? And will they delete this off my credit report or history? Now, some of them do. You would have to request that they do pay. What is it? Pay for delete. But there, some of them may not do that. So, Coach Legend, you want to give her some insight? First thing I do, like, if I'm going to call, right? If I'm going to call, if I will. Well, one, I'm going to look at the amount. So, again, if the account, what's the amount? If, the, if it's something that I can't afford right now, I'm going to go through a credit restoration program. Think about this. Folks are like, okay, so our monthly program is 89 a month. So folks are like, look, I can, you, can't co you can't save $3 a day. Think about this for a quick second. Save $3 a day because by you not finding a way to do this, see, it's going to impact you and hurt you in the long run. But again, I'm just direct. Some people love it. You know, most people appreciate it. But my goal is not to offend people. I can't see you have bad credit. And allow you to go, but I mean, I but at the same time, I can't want you. I can't want it more than you want it. Like if you want to change your life, you came to me. My goal is to help you change your life. So, but first of all, what is the price? How much do I owe? How much is this collection? And then how soon do I think I will be able to pay it off? Because people are losing their jobs left and right right now. So it's like, well, can I can, can I make what sacrifices can I make? to save this $3 a day so that I can afford the credit repair. So I can find, it's a new year. Most people right now are trying to lose weight, trying to make and save more money and trying to fix their credit. Those are the top three things. Yep. So this is the month of January. If you're not going to invest in you, if you're not going to take a chance on you, I, I don't know what to tell you, but with these collections, how much is it? And if you start doing the, and then also how, how, how much is it? Will you do a pay for deletion? No, we normally don't. I right, hang up. I'm gone. Fix my credit. Go through the program because what's the point of paying off the collection and it's still negatively impacting your credit score? Now you still can't use your credit. What's the point? I'd rather fix my credit, leverage my credit. See, people, Matt, do you see people fail to realize there are so many things that you could do with your credit? Right. Do you realize you can fix your credit? Right. Get going again. Now you can get a car. You can get a home. You can start investing in real estate. Get hard money. Get oh, my God. I, like, applied for, I applied for a credit card. They gave me $50,000. Wow. Now, what could I do with, with $50,000? Right. Just think about houses, some land. Oh, my God. I could take some money. I can invest in crypto. I could take some of that. You know. I have a friend of mine here in St. Louis. This is what he did with his, with, with, with his 25,000. He went to, let's say, 10 different places. And so the rent in St. Louis is a little different. So the cost of living is lower. So he went to 10 different places, you know, for easy math. I'm just going to say five because I want to put some things into perspective. Watch this. He went to, so the, the the place, so he has 10 Airbnbs, right? Well, he has more than 10. I'm just going to say he has 10. So he has 10 Airbnbs, okay? Now, rent range is anywhere from $500 to $700 a month. I know that's a shocker for some of you guys. That, you know, you guys are like, hold on, man, I'm moving to St. Louis. I know, just, just stay where you at. So look, let's say his rent is 700 Watch this. So 700 times two is 1400 So he got first month, last month on, a, on this first property. And so I was asking him, I say, on average, how much do you spend to get the place furnished? He said, I spent about $1,400. I'm like, $1,400? said, yeah, it's very simple, man. So watch this, another $1,400. So right now, he needs $2,800 to get going. So what he does, he goes to these places, he speaks to the landlord. He lets them know that he's doing Airbnb. And he also lets them know, he said, hey, the reason that I'm doing this, so that means that we're going to monitor this. It won't be loud noises. We got rules. We got policy. 
your place is going to be good and clean and they got insurance coverages. So we good. This place is covered. So he educated the landlords on Airbnb. To his surprise, the landlord was like, I got seven other places and I've been trying to put people in, trying to fill up. He like, I took those other seven from you. Now watch it. He took $2,800 out of the $25,000 that he got, right? This man off one property makes, makes over $4,000 a month. And now he has over 20. What did he do? He went through the credit repair program, improved his credit, understood financial literacy. Right. Some of you guys are struggling right now. Watch this. On average. So watch this. He has 20 property. Watch 20. I want you guys to see the simple math. Times 4,000. This man is making over $80,000 a month. And he doesn't even own the properties. All he's doing is leveraging his credit. And his places, they be, they, I mean, they're all, like all of his places are packed out at least 25 days at the month. He has great reviews, but, all, but what, how did he get there? He let, he fixed his credit, leveraged his credit because he leveraged his credit. He was able, this is what you can do with credit. Yeah. Also took some money, put it into crypto. Now he has a six figure portfolio from a great investment. See, most people don't understand what they could do with credit. Also, he went and, he went and got a loan next. He went and got, he got a, I think he got a $70,000 loan through a credit unit. I'm not going to mention a name because I want them to keep these applications getting approved. Right. He went and got a $7,000 credit loan. And guess what? He was able to purchase a few vehicles, not one, a few vehicles and put them on Turo. Yep. So now leveraging his credit, he got these things out there. He so now he's making money through Turo. So it's like, but uh, and then so we were just talking about this at the hookah lounge the other day. It's like, man, I'm so glad I fixed my credit because once I fixed my credit, I understood the power of credit, and all I had to do was leverage my credit. And so most people never get to the point to where they leverage credit. Everybody else is making because if you take your money right now, you took it to the bank. The bank is leveraging your credit. And giving your money out as loan, you're not even making the type of a percentage that you could be making. See, more people are understanding that. So now this man has, he, he, he's into e-commerce, Airbnb, right? He's doing Turo, right? And he's also into real estate because he, because of the money that he's making, he was able to then take some of that money to go get more exotic cars. So now some of his rentals are $1,000 a day, $1,500 a day. He was able to go buy a property for $90,000 for $90, and about 90 days was able to uh, sell that property for $160,000. So it's like, how did he get there? And I started credit. See, again, it just most people... They just miss those things because they're not in the know, but it all starts with improving your credit. And that's why I led with credit is excess to money. You're struggling right now. Credit can get you out of some, some of your crisis. Yep. But if you don't fix your credit and if you don't understand credit, so you don't become a repeat client, then you, you know, it's just like, it just, you just understanding credit and breaking daily habits. Drop a fire emoji. <laughs> But Coach Legend, he is definitely, again, just coming with all the gas right now, right? We all gas, no brakes in 2022. You definitely need to watch the replay to this podcast. Go back and take notes, listen to it again, get inspired, all that good stuff. I think we have like two questions left. Go ahead. You can read Coach Legend. Lee. But the, the next question is, it's paid in full less than amount owed considered negative item on my credit report. Paid in full less than the amount owed considered a negative item on my credit report. Oh, uh, I, I don't even think I understand the question, but all I'm going to say, is it on your credit report? And what, I mean, if it's on your, your credit report, is it reporting negatively or positively? Let's start there. Well, I think she's saying is, because I've actually had this situation. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what she's saying is, 
when when it says paid in full on your credit report, is that a negative item? Now we would need more information for that because we don't know if that account was delinquent or not. Correct? Yeah. So now when it says if it does say paid in full on your credit report, but is it still saying charged off? Is it? I mean, like, what is it saying? What's the remark? That's what we need to know because the remark will will determine if it's negatively impacting you. Because I don't want something paid in full, but it's a late payment on my credit report. See, I got to remove that because the late payment holds more weight than paid in full. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because one late payment could, could, can negatively impact my score, dropping by 50 to 120 points. So I don't care if that account was closed, but it's paid in full. But if that late payment is there, I'm going to get that whole account gone because it's still negatively impacting me. I don't want a lender to come and see it was paid in full, but this person has a history of being late. We're not going to give him this, this future loan. You see what I'm saying? I don't want them to see that. The reason you're, you're going through a credit restoration program is to remove, to give you a second chance, a new life, to remove anything that can showcase that, you know, you poorly handled your credit in the past or currently. Right. So anything that would be like a bad grade on my report card, on my credit report, get it removed. So that, that's why we need to know, is it is it reporting positively or negatively? Because I don't care if it's paid in full, but if that thing has a late payment, that thing got to go. Facts. That's that's 100 percent facts. We do have one more question. And this is another collections, but is in regards to medical or doctor's bills. So Nicole asks, and I can't see the whole thing. Hold on. Oh, when it comes to doctor and hospital bills, no matter if it goes into collection, does that have to be paid? Well, here's the thing. Again, I'm going to speak for myself. And this side tell my people, look, if something is in collection, good luck. Right. Like, because my goal is to get it removed off my credit report. That's what is the primary objective? What are we trying to accomplish here? We're trying to improve our credit. So if it's on my credit reporting negative or derogatory, my goal is to get that thing removed from my credit. Now, what's going to happen with that? If it's in collection, again, there's no contractual agreement that I owe. So that person will do their best to harass me. I'm not me. I'm not paying Billy Bob. Now, in the future, if I'm more established and if it's like annoying and I want to pay it, I'm going to pay it. But like right now, when I'm going through the process, if it's between me going through the credit restoration or paying this collection, I'm going through the credit restoration because I know this is going to improve my credit because my goal is to leverage my credit. Everybody and their mama right now want to. Do you realize that people can't even that military personnel can't even get a higher clearance? Because of their credit. I had this young lady. She reached out to me out of Chicago. And she was going for this executive position. She's been employed at her job for over nine years. Her credit score was a 573. So she was going for a corporate position, a promotion. Do you realize that she got denied because of her credit? So if we weren't able to help her, she would have been like, could you imagine? Nine years, you, like you're going for a promotion. You can't get it because you're, it's, a, it's, it's on your credit. And she fought for this country. Wow. Uh, so, it, but again, it's, it, it's just credit speaks so much volume. But when you fix your credit, man, people can't tell you nothing. Because when I walk into the dealership, you know, I go in jog, jogging clothes, you know, baggy clothes, jogging pants. I go in like I can't afford it. You know, you know, when I used to sell cars, you could tell who had good credit based on what they said. Someone with poor credit walks I'm here trying to buy a car. What can y'all get me in? And now we got to look through old inventory. Now we talking to the manager. Hey, I got somebody. He said, what can we get him in? And then they trying to say, okay, what's up? Because you know now we, we got old inventory. So we got to go through the oldest in inventory first or we get some kind of penalty. So we like, well, we got this beetle in the back that we need to get out. You know what I'm saying? Now we're going to try to, and then he might say, I don't want no yellow car. He might end up leaving with a yellow car. That's how it works. When somebody got bad credit and like another indication that you have bad credit is if they ask you for referrals. 
when they say, hey, I need you here, fill this out for me. I need you to put down three referrals. Now think about this. <laughs> the average person, they can't even think about three people's addresses off the top of their head unless they're, they're off. You see what I'm saying? They got to be like my auntie house, my other auntie, maybe my brother's address. You know why? This is where my vehicle is going to be at frequently. When it's time to come report a car, this is what it's going to be. One of my homeboys, he came over. He was chilling and like we playing video game. Came outside and took the car like, damn. Well, he had my address. I was one of his three. And we later found that out because he knew my address by heart. The average person doesn't know so many people's address by heart. Granted, yeah, if you had, I mean, now, if you got your phone with you, you could look it up. Like, What's so-and-so address that you probably got to save from your GPS in it now? But, 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 but also somebody with bad credit will be at the dealership for like four or five hours. Like you would think that they work there. Like some, somebody with excellent credit comes and goes and like, they still in there. Like, I don't know, I'm waiting, you know, we waiting to see what they could do for us. Like, like you, like, uh, we don't have to waste like that. When I walked in, I walked in the dealership. I said, I want this vehicle. Oh, sir, let's do a credit check. I said, I want this vehicle at this price, at this interest rate. Can you do it? Posture is on 1,000. Posture is different. Now they're going to back. Oh, yeah. His credit score is bullet. Like, they already know because the way you walk in, they know his. And then they're like, sir, what's your credit score? If they want to try, like, look, it's, it's probably higher than yours. Oh, I'm disrespectful. Oh, man, I, I love it. Right? I'm disrespectful with it. But based on how you talk, your posture speaks for itself. You're like, sir, yes. Can he afford it? Yes. Yes. Without even see when you have bad credit, they running your credit first. Well, let's run your credit first. See what kind of car we, we can get you into. Yes. That will determine. See, when you have excellent credit and you walk in there. Yeah, I want this one. And this is why I want to be up per month. Can you guys do it? If so, not, go to another dealership. Go ahead. Sorry. So what should be? Well, Let's not even say what should be. What is your ideal credit score? Well, my credit score right now is 825. Oh, I'm look, look, look. 850. Hey, look, you can't tell. Look, you can't tell. Not, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah, but, 81. Hey, look, I started off with a 408. I started off with, look, you know that, look. Spectrum starts at 3, but I had a 408. So I was down there like, you know, but now you can't tell me nothing because I understand credit. It's one thing to understand credit, but are you leveraging your credit? Right. Do you realize in the state of Texas, you can get up to $3 million with a 740 FICO score? Up to $3 million with a 740. Why are you not leveraging your credit? Now, hopefully you have a game plan before you go out there and get that money. See, I always like to share this example. We had uh, here in St. Louis, we, we had a family of five that came, that got started. They were like, hey, why don't we work on our credit together at, at the same time? I'm like, okay, awesome. Let's do it. They all went to the program. Eventually, all of them got over a 740. Guess what they did? They each went and got a $100,000 loan. So now imagine a family of five with, with a buying power of half a million dollars. Guess what they did? One opened up a coffee shop. I mean, one opened up a coffee shop. And did, they did this collectively. Mm. Coffee shop, hookah lounge, restaurant construction company and cleaning company. That's what they did. So they went from having no credit to leveraging credit. And so now they had so much money coming in that one business was able to pay for those loans. You see what I'm saying? And so, but again, most people probably have a game plan. They, ha they have no capital. Well, credit gives you access to money. So you fix your credit, leverage your credit, but most people might have excellent credit, but they're not leveraging it. Right. I don't want to have an 800 credit score and, and, and not leverage it. No, I need to maximize this thing. Give me, you know, I was sharing this story. I, I think I might have it on me. So I, I didn't know anything about credit cards. So now people showed me the proper credit cards to get. Like one of the cards, obviously I can't show it because you guys are fast, but so I went and got an Amex. Let me show you guys. Maybe I can show this part. So I went and got an Amex. Which one is this? 
Okay, so I got the Amex personal card, and I also got the Amex business card. So now, obviously, you, you got to have great credit to get these, but what did this do for me? And I was sharing this recently. So because I got those two cards, by default, they gave me gold elite status at the Marriott, and they gave me gold elite status at, at, at the Hilton. Okay. So now watch this. So what does gold elite status means? Well, now, first of all, I was the kind of person that was staying at Airbnbs. So I, I didn't even have points, right? I, I didn't even have points, right? Because I would stay at like the cheapest hotels. But now you are dedicated to pick. So with the gold elite status, look, first of all, I can check in early and check out late. Everybody wants that. I could check out for a place right now while we're doing this live from my phone. And my phone would, would, would be the room key. Also, you get a, comp uh, a complimentary upgrade. So which means that I could book a regular room and might end up in a suite. How many times you went on a vacation and, and, and wish you had a suite? And here you could do all those things, right? Which is simply amazing. But guess what? When I was going to the airport, because I have the Amex, I get clear for free. So even though I was running late, the line's long, I was able to go through with clear. I get global entry for free. So it's like all these perks and benefits that I get for free. And even at the hotel, I get I get free enhanced Wi-Fi for free. So everybody else paying like $14 a night. But look at all those savings. Not to mention that my room rate was free. It was 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 not free, but 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 cheaper than everybody else. And so one of my good friends had told me, once you start leveraging credit, you want to make sure that you stick to two airlines, one for domestic flights, one for international flights. So for me, for my, for my domestic flights, I chose Southwest because I like Southwest. So by using Southwest so much, they gave me a companion pass. Before they gave me the companion pass, they made me a, 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 preferred plus member, which meant that I get free Wi-Fi. I get a free, I get free alcohol, you know, once I get on, I get, so the, the free Wi-Fi is $8. Look at those savings, right? So the free Wi-Fi, and then I get to hop on a plane, before, you know, first before, you know, so many people, which was a blessing, but they gave me a companion pass. So now when I travel, I can bring somebody along with me just by paying the taxes. And the other day I paid $10 on, well, I'm sorry, I, I paid $5 for someone to just go on a one-way with me. $5 their flight was. So it's like, you got to leverage credit. You have to understand points. So now when I travel, I got so many points that my hotels are for free, that my flights are for free. But if you don't understand those things, because everybody else, when it comes to flights, because nobody's teaching these things, it's like, okay, so today they book Frontier. Today they book Spirit. Today it's, Delta, United. And so what they're doing, they're looking for the cheapest flights. And so by them doing that, they got 300 points here, 700 points here, 200 points there. Well, they will never, it's going to take them forever to get a free flight somewhere because they got so many points just everywhere else. Like anytime I'm flying, it's Southwest. Right. If it's domestic, if it's in the 50 states, I don't care how much it is, it's Southwest. So that's all I got. Wow. Everybody. Make sure you go follow Coach Legend. Make sure you're following me, Deontay Chantel. And make sure you go follow Journey to Develop Her so you can get the replay to this live podcast episode. Make sure you go subscribe to the Journey to Develop Her YouTube page. Like the video, share the video, all that great stuff. We're probably going to do a part two to this interview, maybe next month. We'll tap, we'll dive into more Airbnb, maybe even talk about leveraging your personal credit to get you business credit and just a lot of things we could talk about when it comes to credit credit is life so make sure y'all get y'all's repaired and fixed reach out to me i can help you get set up asap if we need to hop on a brief video chat we could do that as well and that's that anything else you want to say coach legend look it's a new year this is your opportunity i mean Nothing happens by mistake. You are here by 
fine. I mean, don't carry that bad credit around. If you know somebody that got bad credit, see, see what I did. I put all my people on. I'm like, look, man, bro, you got bad credit, man. I need all y'all to take shot credit. I can't be doing good and have y'all not doing great around me. So I need everybody to go fix their credit. Like I told my people, look, go fix your credit. I can't be in this line of work and you got bad credit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm re repairing everybody else's credit, but my people's got bad credit. Nah, man, look, y'all need to fix your credit. Because then people would be like, well, how come so-and-so still got bad credit? Nah, look, before they even get there, I need y'all to fix your credit because I'm in the know. There are certain things that I know that I can't even talk to you about because you, you got bad credit. There's so much money that we can get. We can't even get it together. I'm trying to position you to have a better life and, and spend less, but we can't even do it because you got bad credit. So look, I told all, all the people that I hang around, associate with, they all got good credit. If not, they, they got to go because elevation requires separation because they need to be feeding me the same way that I'm feeding them. So right now, everybody temporarily, if you're not trying to grow, we're talking about 2022 is the year of the double blessings. If you're not trying to grow, you got to go. That just look. It's not that, you look, it's just like right now, it's just a season. You just got to be gone for the season because I need as much as I pour out, I got to have others that pour into me. That's just how I did. Like the people that I associate with, it's like we give each other, bam, bam, bam. It's not, I can't be over here. And this is why we say elevation requires separation. Because then every time I'm talking to you, look like, I'm like stunting, I'm finessing, I'm this, I'm that, I'm talking down upon you, or that I'm showing out. No, you need to grow. If you're not ambitious, driven, I'm sorry, I can't hang out with you right now. It's a new year, I got goals, I got to hit. You talking about stuff that's like irrelevant. If, 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 if we're not talking about investments, if we're not talking about real estate, if we're not talking about how we're going to buy the block, what are we talking about? If we're not talking about impact over income to where we have a goal, we have a mission, we have a vision where we really trying to put our people on, trying to put everybody on, what are we talking about? You see what I'm saying? So that's Preach. just it. Preach. And bottom line is we have to get prepared, right? So Coach Legend just mentioned double blessings. So get in preparation. This is the season right now. It was actually at the end of last year, but right now it's not too late. Right. First quarter, get in position for your double blessings that's coming. Right. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to go into a whole biblical sermon right now, but get in preparation for your double blessing. And credit is the number one way. Right. To get in preparation, to get in line, get in position. So what's to come? All right. So you guys, y'all be blessed. Make sure, again, go follow and subscribe so you can watch the replay to this. Coach Legend, we love you and we thank you for coming on here. Someone said we're under an open heaven. Amen to that. Actually, the theme for my church this year is multiple open doors and increase. So, yes. <laughs> Have a meet and just get it. All right. Peace. Thank you. Take care. Take care.